Okay. Bribe them to get into heaven. Got it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Great. I don't doubt that. Right to my heart. I don't doubt that. You have to question it. It's Mm, a big fact. mm. I don't doubt it. And everyone decorates their houses and it becomes like a whole fair. Yeah. It's like you go into the upside down or like you went through a portal and now you're in the magic version of your town. Yeah. Yes. People will do a lot of things for candy. Yeah. Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast, the trivia podcast that can't be trusted. Each week, our quiz master presents you with four big facts on a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And we are celebrating Halloween all month here at the I Should Have Known podcast. And I am your first quiz master. I'm Andy. I lost my voice at Oktoberfest, so <laughs> I'm going to sound like this now. I'm going to be presenting you four facts about trick-or-treating, but one of my facts is a lie. So join our other hosts, Soups and Tanner, in figuring out which one it is. Trick-or-treating is always fun. Yeah. This is going to be a fun one, I think. You think so? Yeah. I love trick-or-treating because it's just like the childlike joy of trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. It's so exciting. It's so innocent. It's so it's wholesome. Yeah. So, low-hanging fruit. I apologize. This is not very low. Oh. oh. <laughs> what is the name of the pre-Christian Celtic holiday that is considered the precursor to Halloween? Oh. Oh, man. Is that Sam, Samhain? <laughs> Something like that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's a Celtic holiday. And if you know anything about Celtic languages, like in Ireland, in Scotland, in in the UK, Welsh, the spelling is kind of weird compared to the pronunciation, like if you're an English speaker. Mm -hmm. So it's spelled like Samhain, Mm S-A-M-H-A-I-N, but it's pronounced Samhain. Samhain. Okay. Or one syllable, just sound. Sound. Okay. I recognize this like new age Wiccan philosophy has a holiday for these festivals. Easter is a similar precursor event that led to Easter. Right. Like the Catholics famously, the nicest word is adopted, but (laughs) co-opted these pagan holidays around Europe in order to get people to celebrate Christian holidays. Right. Mm -hmm. So actually Halloween is a Catholic holiday. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, All Saints Day is a Catholic holiday, which is Halloween is the day before All Saints Day. Right. So it's All Saints Day Eve. Yes, exactly. All Hallows, Eve, Halloween. Right. But the Catholics aren't the biggest fans of Halloween. No. Isn't that kind of funny? Yeah. Like nowadays, like it's pagan, it's the occult and, you know, they're not fans of Halloween, but it actually stems from Christian tradition. Wow. Mm -hmm. But originally there was a Celtic holiday called Samhain and a lot of the traditions around what we do for Halloween come from this holiday, including in a way Mm trick-or-treating, Okay, which is our topic today. So if you combine Celtic and Catholic, you get Ireland. So are these from Ireland? Yeah, yeah. A lot of these traditions are specifically Irish, but yeah. Cool. And is Halloween a bank holiday in the U.S.? No. No. No, it's not. Just a cultural holiday. It's a cultural holiday. And it's a huge cultural holiday. And we'll talk a little more about that. Cool. Actually. I have three treats and one trick. Okay. So four facts, one is a lie. Excellent. Fact number one. The phrase trick-or-treat likely comes from a 17th century rhyme about the gunpowder plot by Guy Fawkes. Ooh, I know this one. That's November 5th from uh, V for Vendetta. They they go in on that. (laughs) Of course, that's like the most white guy, like, (laughs) reference for Guy Fawkes tonight. Is there any other reference? (laughs) Yeah, was he even, like, remembered before that movie or that comic? (laughs) Well, yeah, actually, especially in Ireland, but Mm. in the UK in general, Mm -hmm. So Guy Fawkes Night is November 5th, so right around Halloween. Mm -hmm. 
And again, a lot of the traditions around Halloween come from this. So the big thing is bonfires. Yeah. So they have bonfires for Guy Fox night. So Guy Fox was a Catholic guy. <laughs> and he, in the 17th century, tried to blow up Parliament and the king because they were Protestant. Wow. And he failed and was executed. And so literally like from that night, people burned him in effigy. So right. they made little fake versions of him and burned him. Wow. Yeah. So this kind of tradition of dressing up and with fires and stuff kind of related to mm -hmm. Halloween mm -hmm. a little bit that comes from Guy Fawkes Night. Wow. And there's a rhyme about this. You probably know the first verse. Remember, remember, remember the 5th, 5th of, of November. November. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'll read it to you. Okay. I'll read you a little bit more and see if you notice something. Whip out your Guy Fox mask and then you can read the poem. Yeah. Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Guy Fawkes and his companions did the scheme contrive to blow the king and parliament all up alive. Three score barrels laid below to prove on England's overthrow. A treat or a trick to light the wick, a stick and a stake for King James' sake. Mm. So that's the rest of the, mm. of the poem. Very creative with the rhyme scheme there at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes. Yeah. And England still celebrates this, right? Yeah, like in, in the yeah. UK, yeah. people celebrate this. There's bonfires right. for Guy Fox Night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of the traditions with trick-or-treating and Halloween, they're thousands of years old. So mm -hmm. they've been influenced by many things. There was this tradition back in the day that was called souling, where poor people would go to rich people's houses for cakes. Okay. Cakes. Yeah. The rich people thought, my dead ancestors will get into heaven better uh -huh. the more people who pray for them. Okay. So they would invite poor people mm -hmm. to come to their house. They'd give them cakes, and then the poor people would pray for their dead. Okay. Bribe them to get into heaven. Got it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Great. So this is like a tradition and it usually happened in the fall. So this is kind of the first thing I could find that you could kind of call trick or treating. Right. So later it became more explicitly on Halloween, like related mm -hmm. to this because Guy Fawkes night, this tradition around All Saints Day, people going to people's houses. These kind of all got wrapped up together. Huh. So it doesn't sound like there's so much mischief or occult connection with that. As we have now. I mean, there's another tradition called guising, okay. which is to put on a disguise. So mm -hmm. people wore costumes. Oh. And Sao in the original Celtic holiday, you dressed up to scare ghosts. Basically, that was the day that the dead could come back to earth. Mm. So you had to trick them mm -hmm. by dressing up like a ghoul or a ghost or a dead person so they wouldn't know when they all went back. They wouldn't take uh, you with them. They wouldn't right. take your soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because okay. you're already dead. Yeah. Mm. So that was kind of where the tricky. dressing Tricking. up part comes <laughs> Yeah, I see. Very I see. tricky. Yeah. Okay. This is very interesting. It could totally be a lie, you know? <laughs> I mean, the story sounds like... I want to say factual, but yeah. <laughs> there's no way these can be like 100% yeah. accurate. It's somebody's sort of observations. Right. Or How do you yeah. verify that? That's yeah. why yeah. I put likely. Yeah. 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 You can't put a date, time and a place. Like, right. I mean, yeah. And then the modern version of trick-or-treating where children go door-to-door -door for candy. This is very American. Oh. So mostly Irish Americans. A lot of them, they also celebrated Guy Fawkes Night. And so when they came to the U.S., they brought these traditions and then it became very popular around the 1930s. And then in the 50s, it was mm -hmm. like firmly a very nationwide American tradition to go oh, trick-or-treating. Wow. Okay. With like the mass production of candy. Yes. Oh. When sugar rationing ended after World War II. Okay. Now this lines up. I get the timeline now. 
So you jump from 17th century get to the phrase to 1950s America. Yeah. I'm still dubious, though. Yeah, like you I said, mean, it's very hard to verify. <laughs> and the days are a little off, but could be true. Could be. I mean, there is potential. Yeah. So. Let's hear the other three. Yeah. So let's talk about candy. Oh, yeah. Fact number two. Halloween is the holiday with the highest candy sales in the U.S. Mm. Hmm. I'm immediately thinking of other holidays. I mean, on the surface, it could be true. Yeah. Because so many people in businesses buy candy. What about Valentine's Day? Yeah. yeah. Valentine's Day is just all candy and chocolates. Mm-hmm. Christmas, not so much. There's no. some candy in like advent calendars, yeah. but nowhere near Halloween. Yeah. I always have a problem with this highest, biggest, smallest. So, yeah. you know, what's your source? <laughs> yeah. Various consumer reports. Right. Okay. You know, they okay. Just, so they said the expected total planned candy expenditure for the 2022 Halloween season is $2.6 billion. Wow. Mm. That's a lot of money. Just the candy. Total Halloween expenditure is expected to be about $10 billion. Mm. So and a full, like 20% of that is candy. Wow. Right. <laughs> and then dentist costs the next month. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine. Yeah. yeah. People reported expecting to pay almost $30 per person. Wow. On candy. For one day. That is wild. It's the second biggest consumer holiday in the U.S. After Christmas? After Christmas. Mm -hmm. I think people who haven't been to the U.S. during Halloween would be surprised to know how much Halloween stuff there is. Like literally every business, every town Mm -hmm. has decorations for Halloween. Right. Mm In America, even in September, they have aisles and aisles of Halloween decorations and candy and costumes, Mm -hmm. right? So this kind of checks out. That's a lot of money to be spent on candy. On candy. Mm. I mean, makes sense. I mean, Valentine's Day, you don't going around buying candy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. So while we're on that, so fact number three. America's favorite Halloween candy is the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Ooh. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Right to my heart. I, <laughs> I, don't, that. <laughs> you I guys, don't doubt that. You have to question it. It's mm, a big fact. Mm. I don't doubt it. <laughs> I really want it to be true because that's my favorite candy. Yeah, I love it. That's like my all-time favorite candy. Yeah. 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 So candystore.com there we go. <laughs> compiled and analyzed lists from other sources. Yeah. And all but one of the lists had Reese's as number one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not based on sales. What's it based on? People's reported favorites. So it's lists of like... Opinions, right? Yeah, so it's people's opinions. No, makes sense. I mean, it's my favorite. It's Mm -hmm. your favorite. So Mm -hmm. yeah, they already got it. Yeah. Candy corn has to be at the bottom. Yeah. So then also there's worst. They also (laughs) looked at the worst. These are from the 2021 Halloween season. Right. Candy corn was the worst in 2020, but it has been usurped by circus peanuts. Circus peanuts. Mm. Literally, I don't know anyone who eats those. I've never... They're like orange. They're kind of marshmallowy. So what I found interesting about the lists, the best and worst, was that overwhelmingly the best candies have chocolate mm. and none of the worst candies did. Mm-hmm. So they're cheaper to make? So they're cheap to make and they're just sugar. Yeah. Right. You know. We've talked about candy on this podcast before. We have. We have. Yeah. yeah. Candy mm-hmm. corn came up. We yeah. had some candy corn. We brought we some did. for soups. We did. Yeah. He it's tried terrible. it for the first time. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah. I yeah. like it. I don't. It's fine. It's, it's just sweet. It's sugary. Exactly. It's caramely. I yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. But people buy them in giant industrial sized bags. Yeah. Yeah. And they buy it only for Halloween. Yeah. But I would eat Reese's any day of the year. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. So that makes sense to me. Yeah. It's funny because a lot of these lists, like the reason they give the best candies is because they're like, what should you pick for trick or treaters oh, when yeah. they come to your house? What do kids want? I like Reese's, but if everyone is getting Reese's, I'm going to yeah. be mad. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I want other things. Mm-hmm. Right. I love crunch bars. Oh yeah. You're weird. Get you love <laughs> crisp love, rice. In yeah. There? Mm. Oh Yeah. But it's an interesting ritual, this whole concept of trick-or-treating. Yeah. I feel like the concept is more widespread than you would think. Like this Mm -hmm. idea of going to your neighbors and like exchanging gifts or food or like meeting with each other Mm -hmm. is pretty common around the world. Yeah. I mean, in different contexts, right? I mean, I don't think it's exclusive to a country. It's just packaged in different rituals or holidays. It's about like bonding and building community. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things that I love about trick-or-treating is that it feels very magical, mm-hmm. you know, because you're a child. But also it's just kind of weird because your whole town opens up. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you can go places where you couldn't go before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in our area, people wouldn't drive or they try mm-hmm. not to drive during trick-or-treating. And so like it felt like almost like Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, everything's yeah. like still and and it's yeah. like kind of magical and people are in costumes. Mm-hmm. And that's like the feeling of Halloween that yeah. I really miss. And everyone decorates their houses and it becomes like a whole fair. Yeah. It's like you go into the upside down or like you went through a portal <laughs> and now you're in the magic version of your town. Yeah. Right. I miss that kind of feeling. Oh, yeah. One more fact. Okay. Fact number four. There have been no credible reports of a stranger poisoning a child's Halloween candy. Oh, the classic scare. Parents are always so scared of this. Why would you do that? It's a very common myth. Actually, growing up, like, I was not allowed to eat my candy until my parents could go through it. Okay. I feel like that was pretty normal. Yeah. You yeah. definitely ate it anyway, though. Oh, yeah. You yeah, were yeah. a naughty child. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, I already ate it. Sorry. <laughs> there yeah. was a fear of that. Like, they're going to put needles in your Reese's or, like, someone poisoned Why the... Why would someone go through so much effort mm-hmm. of, like, destroying... Yeah. It's crazy. When yeah. you really think about it, like, who would waste poison or drugs or like these yeah. things yeah. on random kids yeah you know it seems like very classic american paranoia because mm-hmm. it's such an individualist society that mm-hmm. we're right. not very trusting people yeah and they have to take the one holiday that's about going around and meeting people and make it scary yeah so this myth there are a couple origins it mm-hmm. is often reported yeah and so you can find reports that say this has happened but you can never trace it back far enough to actually find <laughs> the report there are a couple stories though So in the 50s, there was a woman who was arrested for giving teenagers ant poison. Whoa. But her whole thing was she was protesting teenagers, trick-or-treating, and it was like obviously poison. Like she was doing it as like a gag. She also Mm -hmm. gave them like other weird items. Like a publicity stunt. Like, yeah, she was kind of a protest. Mm -hmm. So like it was clearly labeled poison and no one ate it. So okay. like it was fine, but yeah. her whole point was like, you shouldn't be trick or treating. I'm going to give you poison. Yeah. This was in the fifties, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. just sucking on lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a different time. So <laughs> everyone was smoking. <laughs> so this happened. That was real. She was arrested and charged with child endangerment. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of an origin. And then there are two very, very sad stories that I don't want to get into mm-hmm. where parents poisoned their child. Oh no. But it was only theirs. It was not the whole community. Yeah. It was only their child's candy. And one was an accidental poisoning. One was purposeful. Mm-hmm. And both times they said they were kind of inspired to hide it by this myth. Oh, so it's not the cause of the myth. The myth right. was the cause of Co- this method right. for poisoning. That's scary. The damage that this misinformation can have. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So not a stranger. No. 
Yeah. And I would think given like how important this holiday is, if any incidents like this would have happened, like I think it'd be like a huge big news in the media. Yeah. yeah. Every year there's some kind of like something. That's yeah. what your parents have to go through your candy yeah. before you can eat it, which I think they're just taking candy for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to go through this. Yeah. Num, num, num. Yeah. <laughs> this is just another urban legend, I think. Yeah. So those are my four facts about okay. trick or treating. Hmm. Very tricky. Do you mind repeating the facts for us before we take a guess? All right. Fact number one, the phrase trick or treat likely comes from a 17th century rhyme about the gunpowder plot by Guy Fawkes. Fact number two, Halloween is the holiday with the highest candy sales in the U.S., Fact number three, America's favorite Halloween candy is the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And fact number four, there have been no credible reports of a stranger poisoning a child's Halloween candy. One of those is a lie. Hmm. None of them really jump out at me. (laughs) Stop. But number three or four. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking because okay. with Reese's being mm-hmm. like the biggest the issue is with superlatives. Yeah. Right. But number four, I'm thinking that in the history of Halloween, yeah. there hasn't been one incident. Like, is this possible? Mm-hmm. Like, I understand all myths stem from something. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. These three stories that she shared. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there has to be one incident, I'm guessing. Yeah. Where's this idea come from? Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm with you there. Because I think with the Reese's one, with number three, there's so many other options. Right. It's really hard to pick like, yep, I believe it. It's Reese's because mm-hmm. I'm biased. I like it so much, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one sticks out as a very easy lie. The... 17th century Guy Fox thing. I'm not convinced, but she said likely. Mm. So it sounds yeah. more believable to me. The dates don't really line up to me, but the poem makes yeah. sense. So I'm with you. I think mm-hmm. number four has to come from somewhere. One credible report. Yeah, for me, fact number one is that I have no basis not to believe this Mm -hmm. like two is the only one which i'm let's say relatively confident about yeah i think the reese's one i think i'm gonna say it's a different candy yeah yeah i'm with you there so if you're going with reese's maybe number four okay so you've made your guesses i'm happy to report that number four is true oh no no one has poisoned any children okay no stranger has poisoned Mm -hmm. any children the lie is fact number one oh oh no way so guy fox night some of the traditions did inspire halloween traditions Mm -hmm. that's true i didn't make that up okay the phrase trick-or-treat isn't even 100 years old Mm. it's a modern invention it's a very modern phrase the oxford english dictionary's first entry is from 1927 Mm. in canada And even then, it wasn't like a clear phrase that people were using. It pops up now and then. But in the 1950s, very firmly, trick-or-treat is the thing that kids say when they go trick-or-treating. But where did that come from? It used to be when you would go souling and mumming in like the 19th century, Mm -hmm. early 20th century, Mm -hmm. people would pull pranks. Mm. So it was more of like literal bribing that mischief like, thing. Yeah. it's mischief night so like people would do pranks and practical jokes and that was kind of tricks you mm-hmm. meant that back mm-hmm. then in order to get people to not egg your house or like whatever <laughs> you would give them a treat and yeah. then when candy could be mass-produced yes in the 30s and during the depression when it was 
not very common. People used it as like a bribe against violence. Like they threatened right. violence oh, no. if you so don't that they get... could get candy. Oh no! And then, yeah, so by the 1950s in the US, when candy manufacturing was easy, sugar rations had ended. This was when it firmly became trick or treat. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in the peanuts, mm-hmm. there's oh, a Halloween the special. Yeah. And that's what Charlie Brown says. Uh, they all say trick or treat. So by then it was firmly established. The phrase is not very old. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's very new. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's super cool. So there's no history of poisoning, but there is a long history of bribery. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes. yes. People will do a lot of things for candy. Yeah. yeah. yeah it makes sense. Yeah. Now, I mean, it all adds up now. Yeah. Now I wonder, did you make up that poem? A treat and a trick to light the wick. That's yeah. not a line. I made that up. Oh, yeah. Everything cool. else is, yeah, uh, that's is from the original know, I mean, poem. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. We're continuing to be spooky this month for Halloween, so be on the lookout for that. And if you would like to leave your hosts a treat, please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts, especially if you have Apple products. And as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. That's the best I can do.